This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, April 12th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Agencies prepare staff reduction plans. GIPSA rule stalled. Beef producers look for China progress. And FDA and USDA are in dialogue on labels. President Trump is taking new steps to carry out the deep cuts in government that he proposed at his budget last month. The White House is ordering departments and agencies to develop plans to reduce staff and reorganize in line with the budget. White House Budget Director Mick Mulvaney acknowledges that some of the restructuring will require approval from Congress, but he told reporters yesterday some of the cuts can be done through attrition. He said there are going to be some places where they have the ability to reduce size immediately, and they may be called on to that. There may be other places where they don't have the flexibility. Mulvaney singled out EPA as an example of an agency that must come up with ways to downsize. Trump proposed a 31% cut to the EPA budget. At USDA, Trump's proposed cuts include cutting conservation assistance and rural development. Mulvaney says reducing the size of government was central to Trump's campaign. He said, what you're talking about doing is restructuring Washington, D.C., And that is how you drain the swamp. Farm groups lose CAFO ruling. Livestock industry groups are weighing their legal options after a court ruling that significantly increases the number of concentrated animal feeding operations, or CAFOs, that must report air emissions from animal waste. The D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals says that the George W. Bush administration improperly exempted all but the largest operations from reporting releases of ammonia and hydrogen sulfide and other substances. The Bush EPA said the reports did not serve a regulatory purpose because any federal response to notifications would be, quote, impractical and unlikely. USDA stalls GIPSA rule for Purdue to tackle. USDA has imposed another delay, this time by six months, on the Obama administration's new marketing rule for the livestock and poultry industry. The delay gives Sonny Perdue more time to address the issue after he takes office as Ag Secretary, and it takes some pressure off Congress to address the issue. Industry opponents of the interim final rule have been pushing congressional appropriators to enact a provision that would prevent the rule from being implemented. However, that legislative fix faces stiff resistance in the Senate. The rule, which would set standards of proof for challenging marketing practices of the livestock and poultry industry, is now set to take effect in October. Barry Carpenter, president and CEO of the North American Meat Institute, said that Purdue will see what a disaster this rule is for producers, meat packers and processors, retailers and consumers. But Fred Hofner of the National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition, he's counting on Purdue to understand that the rule will help level the playing field for family farmers. Food deflation. Farm Bureau survey sees a cost cut. The American Farm Bureau Federation's latest informal survey of food prices shows that consumers are paying about 6% less this spring to feed their families than they did one year ago. The survey of 16 food items found that 11 items cost less this spring. Egg prices are down 41% this spring from a year ago, by far the largest decrease. The price of toasted oat cereal is down 15%. The cost of a sirloin tip roast has declined 13%. USDA reported earlier that supermarket prices fell 1.3% last year, marking the first decline in retail food costs since 1967. The department expects to be flat or 
rise only slightly this year. Beef trade gets spotlight and Trump she talks. Beef wasn't just on the menu when it came to U.S. President Donald Trump's meeting last week with Chinese President Xi Jinping. That according to the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. Ken Backus, the group's director of international trade, says U.S. and Chinese negotiators agreed to include China's ban on U.S. beef as one of the issues that will be addressed in a 100-day plan that was agreed to during the meeting. Secretary of State Rex Tillerson, Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross, and Treasury Secretary Steve Munchen announced the plan as a means to work on decreasing the trade deficit we have with China. Backus says he expects the plan to address, quote, technical barriers standing in the way of reopening beef trade. FDA and dialogue with USDA on labeling. Susan Main, director of FDA Center for Food Safety and Applied Nutrition, says the agency is getting conflicting messages over whether the agency should delay the 2018 effective date for changes to nutrition facts labels. The food industry is appealing to the agency to delay the deadline so that it can align with the new GMO labeling requirement being developed by USDA. Trump's nominee for FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb told senators at his confirmation hearing last week that he was open to considering the idea. Speaking at the Consumer Federation of America's annual food policy conference yesterday, Maine said that her agency was in dialogue with the USDA about the labeling issue. She said, we understand the concerns. Consumer advocates, regulatory reform threatens food safety. The nation's leading consumer advocates are appealing to food companies and retailers to drop their support for congressional efforts to restrict the reach of federal regulations. In an open letter directed to 11 companies, the consumer groups say the House-passed Regulatory Accountability Act is so dangerous to public health that it should be called the Filthy Food Act. The bill combines a series of measures that passed the last Congress but never became law. One provision would repeal the Chevron Doctrine. That's a Supreme Court ruling that requires courts to defer to federal agencies in deciding how laws should be interpreted. Another provision would require agencies to write rules so that they impose the smallest cost possible on business. The consumer groups say the legislation, quote, would create an unprecedented regulatory gauntlet through which no food safety rule or guidance could pass. The groups that signed the letter include the Center for Science and the Public Interest, Consumers Union, and the Environmental Working Group. The target of the letter includes Campbell Soup, Cargill, PepsiCo, and Walmart. Here's today's She Said It. Certainly, there is uncertainty. We are super busy doing our day jobs. That's Susan Main, director of FDA Center for Food Safety and Applied Nutrition, asked how the agency was dealing with the lack of confirmed appointees at the agency. She said the agency is fully occupied implementing rules and guidance issued under the Obama administration. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, April 12th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkins, and Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.